Hi everyone, my name is Phyllis Y. Whitley. If you have been spiritually victimized or traumatized, welcome to Spiritology Live, where I bring my number one Amazon bestseller book to life. Each episode will be a raw, spiritual, metaphysical, holistic space of consciousness for self-healing. As you learn how to break your religious shackles so you can live, or should I say master and manifest your promised land within today. Let's go. Hello, everybody. I do apologize for the delay in some of my episodes. I actually was manifesting, or should I say my manifestation actually came to pass. And I was blessed with, I'm not going to tell you, just say it was some real estate. Okay, it was good because that's something that I want to teach y'all how to do. You know, I have to practice what I preach, remember? Now, um, for those of you who are new to my podcast, I recommend that you go back and you just listen to each episode because each episode is going to be a blessing to get you to the next episode. So please go back before you go ahead and read this. Now, the last couple of weeks, few weeks after I came back from my delayed mini reward manifested lesson, I did obstacles and I I taught you briefly how to take those obstacles and make them or revise them into opportunities to give you an example. What someone told you when you was a young person and they said you'll never be anybody or you'll never amount to anything. You can take that and you can revise it and make it that obstacle. It can, that obstacle, how can it become an obstacle? It can be your motivation, your driving force to go forward. How do you do that? That's something that um you have to go back and listen to that podcast. The other thing we talked about is creating your promised land through self-care. How do you actually do that? Basically, it's preparing or creating your environment around you. For instance, you want to be a queen? You should live like a queen. No, I'm not talking about living in debt. I'm talking about bring the best colors, the best sound in your environment. So that sounds good, right? That's um, actually just part of the desserts that I am going to continue today. It's not going to be about self-care, but it is going to be my podcast dealing with recognizing and mastering your spiritual warfare of lack. Yes, you have to know what you are in in order for you to master it. If you don't know what you are in, if you don't know that you are on a battleground, then you really can't really master or comprehend what I'm about to say. This discussion is based on Ephesians 6, 12. Say we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principality, against power, against the ruler of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now remember something. Some of y'all don't agree with darkness. I don't either. I don't think that's the truth of us, but it does exist. Okay? It does exist. It's a spiritual world out there. And for those of you who say, or should I say a spiritual world of darkness? Yes. It's an unseen world. With that being said, 
this is for those people who church people or just people who said, hey, listen, I'm tired of living this life that I'm living or I was tired and I actually gave my life over to Jesus Christ. I actually got saved or I am thinking about being saved. Let me give you all some tips here. When you give your life over to the master Jesus, there will be a contract. Let's just say a contract that you are giving your life over. And what happens in that contract, a lot of pastors do not tell you. But if you look at the Old Testament and you see what all the prophets went through. Well, Miss P, I am not one of them. I am not a prophet. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. God gave you power in your mouth. If you have a relationship with God, then you're going to know what it is that God is speaking to his people because you know what he said. He would give it. He would give his information to his prophets. Now, I'm not telling you to go ahead and go get in your church and say, I'm a prophet. But I also teach how you prophesy to yourself. You'll get that later. But what I'm saying is when you enter into that contract, spiritual contract, have your pastor or your priest told you or your spiritual leader that you are literally entering into a war zone? No, they they don't tell you that. This is why you see so many people in the church get up and leave. They say, oh, my God, life was fine and cool, but I didn't know how all of this stuff was getting ready to hit me all at one time. Everything hit you. Darkness will come and bring the kitchen sink also. Now, some of you will say, well, I don't see it that way or whatever. That's fine. They got other podcasts for you. Some of you some of you will say, I, I mean, my life was just the same, but that's because you was probably sleeping with the enemy. The enemy is not going to bother you if you're not a threat. Do you understand? Jesus came to show an example uh, example within the three-year span. He said, everyone should go out. Feed my sheep. You should do greater works than I. God is saying to you, can I give you the insight on that? The revelation? He's telling you that you should be living past three years. He's letting you know that it's more of you than it was just one of him. So you supposed to go forth and feed his sheep. You supposed to go forth and deliver the same meshes. I'm not saying stand on every corner because people don't, they run from that. I used to run. Don't you, you knock on every door. I, 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 I didn't answer the door. <laughs> your life, your life have to be an example. But how can it be an example? First of all, when you go to war and you know, we had a war back here that lasted for years called Desert Storm. And some people say that the chief and commander, which was the president of the United States at that time, didn't understand or know his opponent. Whether you disagree or you agree, when you go to war, you got to know your opponent. And this is what's going on in the spiritual realm. You go to church, you hear a Bible study, you hear a song, you shout, you dance, you go to the altar and cry. And you come out and you say, you know what? I am good. God seen my participation. I ain't got to do anything. I'm not here to talk about whether you're a sinner or not. I'm here to, to, to let you know what's going on in your spiritual mind. 
Well, Miss P, what do that got to do with anything? You was talking about spiritual warfare. Yeah, I'm talking about the spiritual warfare. You can't see what's in your mind. Can you see your brains? Spiritual warfare is an attack on the spiritual part of you. Did anybody tell you that it's a spiritual side of you? That's what I'm talking about. Once you enter into that contract with our Lord and Savior, you enter into warfare. And you should really, really find a pastor, priest, spiritual leader that's going to teach you, that is always teaching you how to survive, how to fight. Because you're going to always have warfare coming to you because as long as you're in this world, you are going to see other manifestations of people's thoughts that are not good. God said you choose life or death. And some people live in death. So do you understand what I'm saying? I don't want to confuse you, but I'm giving you an analogy of the war. Even in school, when you go to school, that teacher or professor, you expect them to know more. You expect them to have went through whatever it is that you're going to go through for math and whatever. And then you have to go through a preparation. You got to go through a learning, a preparation in order to pass the test. The children of Israelites, they literally took 40 years for something that was actually 40 days. They was in the wilderness. That is not the promised land that God was trying to get them to the promised land. Do you understand where I'm coming from? First of all, you should know God's manuscript. You have to know your opponent. You have to know the manuscript. You have to know which is the word. In order for you to know what's going on in your spiritual world, you have to go to the master of your spirit, which is God. Are you living in a war zone? Are you living in a war zone which of which really is lack? I'm not just talking about lack of money, lack of everything, lack of sound mind, lack of peace. Well, Miss P, everybody can't live like that. Some people was born with a silver or gold spoon. Yes, and you know what? Yes, they might have inherited their parents' promised land, but guess what? God is not lame. God understands. And this is why you see some of the richest people or entertainers out there. When they die, that generational blessing get cut off. Because their kids don't know how to handle it. How many times real estate was left to kids and they spend it? You know why? Because they were satisfying their flesh because nobody told them about their spirit. So don't get mad at somebody and they rich. I'll never want to be rich. You better want some money. Because last time I looked, you cannot go to the supermarket. You cannot go to buy clothes. You can't even go to the movie without money. And then go and sit in your house. If you have a house or apartment, you have to have, really, unless you have a tent, and even then I'm not ragging on people who who don't have real estate or own it. What I'm trying to give you is a, a illustration that money have to be circulated back to the person because they're giving you land, real estate, whatever, and you have to pay money. So people say, oh, I don't want to hear nothing about that. You better want to hear about that. Lack of a peace of mind. And you can have the money if you don't have a peace of mind. You're going crazy. Do you understand what I'm saying? A war zone of lack. 
your pastor, your preacher, your spiritual leader should be teaching you the taxes. They should be teaching you the weapons of your warfare. Yes, you have to have on the whole armor of God. You don't go to a church for a Bible story and get up and walk out. Some of you never seen the manuscript. Some of you seen it in your pastor's hands, spiritually the hands. If they're not preaching from that uh, manuscript, that's bad. That's really, really bad. Many other religions just took, the, took that particular manuscript and duplicated it and, and then gave it a name of some other God, unfortunately. But you know it. You see, it's the reason why God said, my people should perish the lack of knowledge. Everything you want to know is in this manuscript. It's in there for your career, your life, everything. Don't believe the hype. Because you enter into a building, you think that you are all right. When you come out of that building, the spiritual of darkness is standing up there and you're not a threat. And then you wonder why when I say you're sleeping with the enemy. Yeah, you're sleeping with the enemy. People are not going to come after you unless you're a threat. People are not going to copy after you unless you're a threat. When Walmart was created, the creator or the CEO literally went and studied everybody else. You have to study so to show yourself approved. Do you notice what I'm talking about, the manuscript? Do you notice I'm talking about knowing the, um, the enemy opponents or tactics? If you don't know it, this is one of the reasons why you won't, you will say, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't even recognize that I'm in spiritual warfare. Now, some of you say, well, I wasn't born into that. I didn't have this. I was born on the wrong side. Yes, you were born on the wrong side because if your mother, don't blame them or your grandmother or whatever, and you started from a lowly place, why would you be the first to get up and read the manuscript and go out? You have no excuse. Because of your father, 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 all down generations might have been alcoholics. Hello? Let's go see what the manuscripts say about that, about catering to nothing but your flesh. Find out about it. Study it. And then that is your main reason why, and I taught this last week, you can take that obstacle and change it to an opportunity. Well, I mean, we poor. We don't have this. We don't have that. But you have your mind. Is what you do with that mind. That's why in this particular book and other my other books, I really concentrate on revising your whispers. That's your inner thoughts, the inner obstacles, the inner shackles that people told you, or even in what you what you see around your environment, your world. You see nothing but lack, but you can go within your mind. And imagine abundance because God don't don't believe the, the hype. People say, oh, it's God will. God will is not for you to sit back and, and live beneath abundance. You know why? And, and listen, if you know that my script, you know that when Jesus walked with his disciples, all of them had a very, very high position. It doesn't mean that you have to give up everything in the sense of be walking around poor. They was never. They got in and out of a boat. It didn't say that they got on a bicycle. It is. You understand what I'm saying? Go do your go do your uh, due diligence of studying and find out why they cast lots on when he died. His 
his the clothing that he he wore. You you only gonna do that is when it was really the material was literally literally expensive. Do you understand? He came to help the poor. He came to tell the truth. That's what your job is. You can't do anything without literally having a relationship with God. And you get that through knowing his manuscript. You get it through other things. I'll discuss that in the next podcast that I'll do in the future. But just focusing on this, once you do that, God is a rewarder of those who seek him. Change that seek to who have a relationship with him. And when you have a relationship with God, he's going to give you the promised land. Do you understand Moses' job was to really show them how to get to the promised land, which he didn't make it either because he was over them. And they just went rampant whenever time, whenever he went to go to God. That's why some of your pastors, as soon as you turn around or you take a vacation, your whole congregation is going crazy like the children of Israel. You understand what I'm saying? They were doing everything God said not to do. And I'm not talking about, again, where you sin and stuff. I'm talking about everything was the flesh. Everything that was looking outside of itself. Not understanding that everything was within. Jesus came down to show you, uh, give you an example of within. Whenever he did a miracle and everything, he did it within. Do you understand within the mind? The mind is where the enemy, that's where your battleground comes from. And then you say, why are you talking about spiritual? Because we serve a spiritual God. He said, you should worship me in spirit and truth. See, if you read the manuscript and stop looking at your pastor or spiritual leader, read it, then you understand. Well, why is my pastor just prospering and prospering and prospering? But you know what? You can prosper too. God got a promised land for you. And when you realize that truth, then you will realize once I signed this contract spiritually to accept him as your master, you will then realize that the spirit of darkness will come after you or you will start noticing everything going upside down. And this is why and how and the reason that you have to have and develop this relationship. You you get this relationship through so much. One of them is praying. I can't go into all of it. Praying, meditating, show yourself approved, study the manuscript. You say, well, you know, I'm doing fine. I don't really need nobody. I don't need God. That's why you see some of the best entertainers for. Because somewhere somewhere in their life, they better acknowledge who is their source. And if you don't acknowledge who your source, I, think, I know many people say, well, I mean, I'm this religion, this religion. I'm, I have nothing. I'm not knocking you. It's really the same religion, different names. Excuse me. But it's the same God. Now, I have nothing to do, and I have preached about that by people who just say, I just don't want to believe in God. I just, uh, I just don't. Uh, yeah, but when you believe in yourself, you believe in the one who created you, and you don't even know it. I talked about that. That's why you see those people who say, oh, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm an atheist. And, and you see, you notice the atheists be doing way better than the person who said they're a Christian. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Because they rely on themselves within. And see, you, you can't be a Christian and say, I don't love myself. How do you how do you hate the creator? <laughs> With that being said, you need to learn the weapons of your warfare. And once you do that, all of the things I just told you, you will be surprised that you will not only be living in your promise land, you won't give up your promised land. You won't walk around and destroy your promised land. 
And then you teach your kids. See, some of the, the wealthiest people don't teach their kids. Some of the poorest people don't teach their kids the manuscript or they don't teach the kids how to live in the promised land. You literally, yes, there's other books you got to go out there and want uh read. God wants you to master finance and all kinds of different things he wants you to do. It's in the book, his book. So I really want you all to understand to recognize your, that you are in a spiritual warfare. No more going to the altar and falling out and crying every week. Yeah, you're going to have tears and you're going to cry. But see, when he say, feed my sheep, those are the people around you. First, your household. Well, I don't live with anybody, Miss P. I'm single. Then it's you. But when you walk out that door, everybody is looking at you. I'm not telling you to be perfect. It's no such thing. People really look at you to see in your warfare, when you slip, when things come after you, they want to see how you handle it to come out. That's when you let them know what you made up. The true you will come out. When you squeeze that lemon, it either going to be lemon or it's going to be lemon ain't. So learn it. That's why this particular message is based on my book called Battle Scar. You don't have to be in the war and come out and look like you was in the war. That's where I come in. I'm giving you some dessert, yes. But I thank you because you know what? If you want more of this, you can also come and join me for a private consultation. Because what I'm all about besides my podcast is my business, which is called Self whisper. I teach you how to change your world by changing or revising your whispers. And this is what we are talking about. That battleground is within yourself. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming into my space. I went a little bit over. Now go get your promised land. And you know, I'm going to say this is your opportunity to go ahead and order your book. What is new? Of course, I am working on some other books, but Ask Jalen is excellent because it's an artistic boy who's giving advice to the unique who has been bullied. Don't bully. Be friend. And before I go, I have to tell you one of these quotes that I have, and you probably heard it before, is by Phyllis Y. Whitley. Your flesh has one job, to kill you before you recognize you have a spirit. You must know that he is a spirit, and you has a, have a spirit. And when you recognize that, you won't be giving everything and all your attention to your flesh. Remember, if loving yourself is right, you don't want to leave wrong.